0: Casey so beautifully read and set up Mark chapter 3, you'll remember we're part of a a series going through the gospel of Mark. So some of you will remember when Pastor Chris Lazo, who's here, I'm so grateful that you're here, Chris, uh, taught through this chapter and set this thing up and let us know that what Mark is about is telling us that this is the beginning of the gospel of Jesus Christ the son of god meaning it's meant to be continued that there are things on these pages that were true they did happen but they are things that always happen they tell us what god is always up to they tell us the kinds of things that we can expect in a life of following jesus the messiah the son of god so just before these verses in mark chapter 3 we see a quick summary of what has been happening we see great crowds follow Jesus we should expect great crowds to be attracted to people a community of people surrounded uh, gathered under the name of Jesus and the authority of scripture we see Jesus work in power and authority and we see it on display as he preaches and teaches and leads and loves he forgives sins he heals the sick he casts out demons the long-awaited messiah is here in authority and in power in might and grace and goodness but what is that Jesus that all-powerful Jesus that forgiving that freedom giving that wonder-working Jesus what is he calling us to we see three things first we see that when he calls the Apostles verse 13 it says check this out I love this so much you see the heart of God you see it from the heart, from the first pages of Scripture He called those he desired. Do you know that Jesus wants you? My pastor said just the other day, Jesus doesn't just love you. Do you know that he likes you? Do you know that he desires to be with you? When he moves in, he's not coming to shame you for the mistakes that you've made. He's coming because he likes you. He wants to be with you. He's calling you to a life of ease. (laughs) Not total ease. His burden. It is a burden. But it's 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 a light burden. A burden that he carries with you. He doesn't want he doesn't just want something from you. Do you know Jesus wants something for you? So what does he desire for them? We see it in verse 14, the first part. And this is our first commitment. His desire is, verse 14 says, that so that they might be with him. Think about that kind of a God who wants just to be with You. Jesus desired desired his disciples, his ambassadors. He chose them to do things, to live in such a way that would, you think about what happened in the apostles in the early church, that would radically change the trajectory of history. Kingdoms would crumble as these people moved in with non anxious presence, with patience, with love. Systems of injustice would fall from their lives of faithfulness, from the miracles, from the healings. But Jesus' followers were called into, but how? Well, these two words explain how this this happened and how it's supposed to happen. Two words which, if we ignore them, will lead us to just another world religion, just another philosophy. If you skip these words, you could end up hurting other people and yourself but two words which under if understood will empower us like nothing else this in this world can it is the good news of these words which speak to an infinite resource available at all times and in all places and to all people those two words are with jesus jesus call them first to be with him before he ever called them to do anything for him. Be with me, be with me, be with me. Everything that is good, everything that is good that's going to come out of this church is first going to come because we are with Jesus through the power of his Holy Spirit who is with you all the time and in all places no matter what you're going through. So So we are worshipers first and workers second. The best commitment that I can make, that Joseph can make, that the leaders here can make, is that we're not always available. We're not always going to be available to you. I wish I could be, but I can't be. I want to be. I'm a relational guy. I want to be. But the first priority, I want you to hear it, is that we will be with Jesus. Jesus said, apart from me, you can do nothing anyway, but with me, all things are possible to those who believe we invite you to make this commitment with us. Practically, this means continuing our commitment to worship and prayer and, and, and scripture, gathering around scripture, not only in these weekly gatherings, but that we become a people so immersed in the lives of, in lives of worship and prayer and the stories of scripture that it radically reshapes our imagination of what life is like. Tim Chaddock mentioned this a moment ago. All ministry Everything good you do in this life, everything worth anything, everything that's not going to burn up like chaff on the day of judgment, it comes when your heart is still in a moment of intimacy with the Father through the Son, empowered by the Spirit. Will you commit to be with Jesus, with your church family? What happens when you do? What happens with you do, when you do? Well, the second commitment is what happens when you do. The purpose of following a rabbi as these disciples were was not just that they get the best content from the best content producer. It's not that just they're, they're associated with the right person. It's not just that they, they get helpful life hacks or even that they get to go to heaven someday. That's not what was on their mind. By observing how Jesus lived, how he prayed, what he prayed, how he interpreted scripture, how he fulfilled scripture, how how he followed the voice of the Spirit, how he fasted, how he ate and drank, and with whom? How he responded to crises and attacks, how he responded to politics and power and religiosity and the superstitions of socioeconomic classism. The goal of being with Jesus It's very simple. It's so that you can become like Jesus. Joseph and Karen and I have a strong conviction here. Hebrews chapter 1, verses 1 through 3 says, Long ago, at many times and in many ways, God spoke to our forefathers and prophets. But in these last days, he's spoken to us by his Spirit, or by his Son, whom he appointed the heir of all things, through whom he also created the world, Jesus Is the radiance of the glory of God the exact exact imprint of his nature? 2 Corinthians 3.18 says, We all with unveiled faces beholding the glory of Jesus are being transformed into the same image from one degree of glory to another. For this comes from the Lord who is the Spirit. What you focus on determines who you become. When you focus on Jesus, when you spend time with Jesus, when you center your life around intimacy with him, guess what happens? It reshapes who you are. Here's how we like to say it. We believe you have a destiny, and that destiny is to be shaped into the image of Jesus. More like Jesus tomorrow than you are today. More like Jesus somehow today than you were yesterday. More like Jesus at the end of your life. Then right now, be with Jesus. Become like Jesus. And what's the fruit of that? We, Reality Santa Barbara. We're committing this to you. We're going we're to be with Jesus. Where we're going to become like him. We're inviting you into that life. And the last thing is this. We're going to live for Jesus. We're going to do what Jesus did. Our mentor, our professor, Gary Bashir says it this way. We reality Santa Barbara, we're gonna do Jesus-y things. What should you do today? Do some Jesus-y things. What are some Jesus-y things? You know, do you know Jesus? Do you know the kinds of things Jesus did? I'll leave you with this so that we can go out and enjoy this beautiful weather and this good food. In Luke chapter 4, Jesus opened the scriptures. He was at a service a lot like this, a little synagogue on the Sabbath day in Nazareth. They gave him the prophet Isaiah. He enrolled it, and he said, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me. Because he has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim liberty to the captives. Recovering of sight to the blind. To set at liberty those who were oppressed. To proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. Then he rolled up the scroll and he gave it back to the attendant. And then he sat down, all eyes on Jesus. And this is what he says. Today, this scripture has been fulfilled in your Hearing reality, Santa Barbara, this is the life we are called into we are being commissioned into a life where we are empowered by the spirit of god anointed by the spirit of god to proclaim the good news to the poor to set it to proclaim liberty to the captives recovering of sight to the blind to set at liberty those who are oppressed and to proclaim the year of the lord's favor be with jesus and you'll become like jesus And you can't help yourself. You're going to move into the spaces in your family, into your relationships, into your job, into your vocation, into strained relationships, especially into the friction, strained relationships. You're going to move with a non-anxious presence, and you're going to do Jesus-y things. We commit to you these three things. Reality Santa Barbara. As I was praying about how to finish this, I want to invite the worship band to come. I'm so grateful that we get to end in worship together in response to this calling, to this commissioning. We're inviting you to step into this space to be with Jesus. If you're a part of the... Reality Family of Churches, you know this. This is carpet and communion time. If you're not a part of the Reality Family of Churches, we welcome you to come encounter Jesus in worship. These carpets are here. There's nothing holy about them. But as my friends talk about in Ireland, this is a thin space. This is a space where the veil of heaven and earth overlap. It's thin. Come experience the thick presence of God. It's right there where you are. Walk around, kneel at your seat, come worship Jesus together. We have communion if you want to take communion. If you don't know where to look for communion, flip open your Bible to 1 Corinthians 11 and Paul, the Apostle Paul will walk you through it. But as we get to ready to worship, the Lord laid this on my heart. This is a, a text from Daniel chapter 10. Daniel had been praying. He'd been asking God to do God kind of things, on the only kinds of things that God can do. And a messenger shows up from heaven. I want you to hear these words. this from God to you. There's nothing special about the messenger, but there is something special about the message. Before we go into worship, would you just close your eyes? Maybe open up your palms to heaven. Whatever posture of receiving you have, Reality Santa Barbara, a church, greatly loved. Understand the words that I speak to you and stand upright. For now we have been sent to you. Fear not, Reality Santa Barbara. From the first day that you set your heart to understand And humbled yourself before your God. Your words have been heard. We have come because of your words. O church, O church, greatly loved, fear not. Peace be with you. Be strong and of good courage those who are wise shall shine light like the brightest of the sky above. And those who turn many to righteousness like stars forever and ever. I welcome you to worship.